Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. All In with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, I am All In podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio, one-on-one interview. We have a very special guest, Nicole Osto. She's a children's book editor for nearly a decade and began writing professionally in 2004. She's written a children's book uh, uh, about uh, Gilmore Girls or Gilmore's go- book that's geared toward children. Um McCall, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we're real excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about your book, uh, Gilmore Girls at Home in Stars Hollow, it is entitled. I would be so happy to. So Gilmore Girls at Home in Stars Hollow is actually a children's picture book, and it's a storybook that tells a little bit about Lorelai and Rory and their origins in Stars Hollow. So um, so it's a storybook, it's a picture book um, meant for Gilmore super fans, meant for everyone really. It's a story for mothers and daughters. Um, and it's a chance for everyone to revisit all their favorite characters in Stars Hollow and um, just spend a little time with all their favorite people in their favorite place. Um, it was so much fun to write. It was such a good time. I had such a blast. So why did you choose uh, Gilmore Girls? 
You know, I will tell you the truth. So I have, as you just said, I've been an editor. I started my publishing career in editing and I worked in mostly very commercial pop culture driven books. I was the editor um, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Charmed and Angel and the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch Once Upon a Time with Melissa Joan Hart. So I got my start in media tie-ins. And then when I began writing, I started writing in media tie-ins as well. Um, and then when I left working as an editor and started writing full time, I have done a lot of original work, but I also get a lot of solicitations for um, media tie-ins because I'm very obsessed with pop culture and I love reading and writing pop culture stuff too. So um, a couple of years back, I think it was the office picture book that sort of led the charge of this new wave of what seems like a trend in pop culture picture books that seemed a little bit um kind of discordant like what a strange idea michael scott dunder mifflin as children but it was extremely successful and since then there have been a bunch and i've also written the friends picture books there there are two out now and another one coming out tomorrow um and a few roman holiday for the same editor who um who edited me for gilmore girls and when they called about Gilmore, they were so excited that they were able to secure the license. And I was so thrilled that they came to me. Um, mm. It was just not, it was a no brainer, obviously. Like I had watched the show in its original incarnation live with my friends. Like every Tuesday night, we would cook dinner together post college. That was, that was how I learned to cook. I'll tell you honestly, we would trade <laughs> off who was in charge of cooking and we would watch the show together on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And then we would rewatch it. Um, long after the fact binging um, and then of course we watched the netflix revival and so i mean how could i say no who how like there was no chance in hell i don't know i don't know yeah. i don't I, yeah i guess you couldn't uh, i couldn't so let me ask you this why do you think the call the why do you think the show is such a cultural staple staple for tv fans and, it's, and it seems to still be growing globally it is i I wish that I could tell you why trends take off when they do, because obviously we'd all be, you know, phenomenally but successful. This is more than a trend. This it's is much 20, more than a trend. Twenty-three years, and it's getting stronger. It's snowballing. I I don't know exactly why it feels like there's something happening right now, but there. And maybe it's because it's on Netflix right now, and so uh -huh. the youngsters are watching it right now. Like I have an eleven-year-old daughter, and everyone her age is now binging it with their moms. And I learned this because a couple of mom friends I have were watching it with their daughters a year or two ago. So now my daughters are old enough to watch it and we've been watching it. Well, we've been watching it because I've been working on the book, but we would have been watching it at this age anyway. Um, and I think it's just, it's so heartfelt, first of all. So there's so much earnestness in there underneath all of the fast talking and all of the screwball comedy and all of the wit. Um, and that, to me, that always gets me that no matter how much you're laughing out loud and you're always laughing out loud, there's really a gut punch, whether it's sentimental or whether mm -hmm. it's agonizing, depending on the episode or often within the same episode, there's always so much emotion. And mm -hmm. then there's also, there's so much intelligence to it it's such a mm -hmm. sharply written show and there's so much to pay attention to and no matter how many times you watch it oh we watched the episode where rory meets uh christopher's parents just the other day and there's that moment just after she's introduced where she curtsies and lorelei whispers to her did you just curtsy 
And I had missed that. And my daughter and I almost fell off the couch laughing. I have seen that episode so many times, but somehow that moment between the two of them killed me all over again and the two of us died. So it just, mm -hmm. it begs mm -hmm. for constant rewatching. It mm -hmm. hits you in all your feels and it just challenges you, but also it's so soothing. So it really is perfect for, I don't know, all ages and all occasions. You know, I, I, it's very healing, isn't it? I mean, yes, I, yes. I, I think about the mother, the estranged mother and daughter, and they're not talking and they've had a huge fight and they've moved out of the house or they're still living in the house, but they're just really acting in a rebellious way. And they sit down and watch a Gilmore's ep girls episode and they laugh and laugh. And at the end of the episode, they look at each other and say, what the heck were we mad at about? You yes. know, we've, we've just bonded again. You know, we're close again. We appreciate each other again. So I think it, it's true for mothers and it's true for daughters. So it's mm -hmm. a very powerful salve that that, that people apply uh, on a weekly basis. And now they can binge it every day. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderfully therapeutic show. Um, it, it, it really truly is. All right. So uh, since your books were written for all ages, what, what topics uh, does your book cover from the show? It's really, it's really, about finding your place and finding your home and making your home and making your family. And I think it's really, really the same themes that the show covers in terms of Lorelai finding her strength or coming into her strength because it was always there, obviously, um, and making her way and sort of <sighs> growing into herself and understanding that home and family is what you make of it and certainly we all love watching her reconcile and make peace with emily and make peace with her family but we also i think so many people what they love about the show is the understanding that we all have our different experiences of family and it doesn't necessarily have to look like that traditional really outdated idea of the nuclear family and that what Lorelai and Rory built for themselves in Stars Hollow as a home is so much more than that nuclear family that was sort of fed to us once upon a time. Um, and that's the book is really about what a family and a home is um, and how and how we all define it for ourselves and and just what that home was in Stars Hollow and how we all, like you said, I think the reason it's soothing is because we all feel like it's our home. Like when we're having a bad day, we come home to Stars Hollow. Or at least we wish it. Well, yeah. We're like yeah. our home. <laughs> um, fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. So you, you worked in editing for how long before you got the idea to write this book? Um, I was an editor for about 10 years, but it's mm. been, I mean, I left in, Oh gosh, I'm always wrong. I want to say 2007, but I bet you I'm off by a few years. And I've been writing. Huh. My first published novel came out in 2005, I think, and mm -hmm. I've been publishing since then. So there's been a lot of overlap. So these types of picture books um, aimed at all audiences, but maybe specifically kids, they're, they're really popular. They sell really well. Mm-hmm. So the publishing business is pretty happy about that because they find so so what doesn't sell well <laughs> in terms of celebrity books or you know I know a lot of celebrities they want to write novels or they they you know they want to write tell-alls and all this stuff do those things sell Yes I they think do. most um it's it's a complicated equation 
celebrity books do sell well, but you have to factor in that they also get paid so much mm. that you're still probably taking a loss at the end of the day. Most mm -hmm. publishers, I think, are probably making most of their money uh, from their backlist, from the things like Catcher in the Rye that are just selling over and over and over again into libraries and schools and things like that. Well, maybe not libraries because they're only buying the one or two copies a year, but um, they're, yeah, they're selling off of, they're making their profits off of their backlist because the things that generate the most money are often the things that cost them the most, but the celebrity titles and the pop culture titles are the ones that make the biggest splash these days for better or for worse. So they, they have to have them, even though they're losing money on, they have to have them because it yeah. draws and I don't people. Know that they're always losing money on them. It's really a question of the license costs a lot of money. The author does not always cost a lot of money and the, and the art usually comes from the licensor. It mm -hmm. depends on the project. It's, it's not mm -hmm. always, it depends on the project. Plus, depending on the celebrity, you got to pay an upfront uh, bonus, which yes. is prob problematic. Yeah. Are you are you looking for a ghostwriter, Scott, or a co-writer? <laughs> is this? Are we? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what to write. What would I write? Well, that's what I'm for. That's my job. <laughs> Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a section we called You've Been Gilmored. Uh-oh. All right, you ready? Um, yeah. What is your favorite episode and why? My favorite episode. I, <laughs> I'm i a real sucker for a holiday theme. So I love is it the deep fried Korean Thanksgiving where they go to yeah. Lane's family and they have to do like okay. four Thanksgiving dinners. Okay. Uh, I love anything where they have to do anything anything holiday related whenever there's mm-hmm. a holiday lurking i make my family watch nothing but holiday themed episodes of our favorite tv shows so so mm-hmm. i love that one um i love the festival of living art <laughs> i love mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. i obviously love uh, well i don't know spoiler alert when lorelei proposes that killed me i almost yeah we already uh we already we just did that one yeah yeah no that yeah. that kills me every time did you like that proposal? Did you like that she proposed to Luke? Did I like it? That's a good question. I mean, I definitely was very moved by it. I was in, I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming. Mm-hmm. And I was so upset at what was going on with Rory. I, I felt very um I felt very protective of Lorelai in that moment. And I really wanted her to have what she needed and what she deserved, which I thought was Luke. So I liked it in that I was like, oh, good for you. (laughs) But um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess I would have liked, I would have liked her to have, to be taken care of more, like to, you know, but I think, I think everything in the end, it, it worked out the way I was happy with the finale. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a lot of the same complaints that a lot of people have in terms of how things were handled toward the end of the series, but I understand what was going on who's your favorite gilmore girls character that is a really tough question um i mean i love them all for so many different reasons i think lorelei is the one i associate the most with and probably the best compliment that i ever got as a writer was when one of my editors told me that my manuscripts are like a Gilmore Girls script and she feels like she has to go look up all the pop culture references. She said it's like reading the note, the liners from the Gilmore Girls DVDs that she used to have. And I didn't mm-hmm. even know that that was a thing, but it was so flattering. So, mm-hmm. um, but also, I mean, everyone's amazing. Like Suki is so amazing and Lane is just uh, Adam Brody. Come on. <laughs> His cameo was fabulous. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is Luke the best match for Lorelai? I think so. I think so. Oh, I mean, is is there any doubt? Yeah, I mean, there's some doubt. You have some doubt. 
No, I just, I get a little bit gaslit by everyone else's questions. Like, I mean, to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope, okay. I mean, I was like, do you think so? I hope so, right? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought so. Uh, who's your favorite boyfriend for Rory? None of the above. We were talking about this at breakfast. I think Ooh. my my daughter was like, Lane, Lane, but I don't know. Um, I, I, I think maybe Dean out of the, out of if of the Dean Jess and um, Logan, Logan trifecta, mm-hmm. I would say Dean was maybe the least problematic in his first iteration. But um, but also I would definitely definitely have fallen for Jess and Logan, even though I don't think they were great for her in the long run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite season of the series? Um, I liked the Yale, the the early Yale years, so maybe like season four-ish. And I was happy with the way things wrapped up at the end of season, of season seven. Like, I was glad that Luke and Lorelai, you know, I would have liked more confirmation. I would have liked, like, another proposal. But um, but I, I don't have a favorite. It's too much. It's too hard to choose. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite part of the series? favorite part of the series mm-hmm. do you know i will say i liked it's not a favorite again it's too hard to choose but i really liked in the revival um the way that the show handled richard's absence i thought that that was pretty um impressive and i really appreciated the fact that the actors had a chance to mourn him um it's mm-hmm. a weird thing to say as a favorite and it's not a favorite but i thought that that was like his absence was really palpable and they acknowledged it. So that was, that was pretty impressive to me. Right. Okay. Um, what is your favorite Gilmore girls era? Era. If you were to divide them up into eras, I guess seasons, mm. maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's what's your favorite season. Well, I guess <laughs> season I liked, um, I liked anything to do with Hep Alien. I loved when Lane went on her Christian tour with her rock band. I loved um, loved when Dean built Rory a car. So the beginning of their relationship was great, but I also loved when Jess came in and ruined that. So, you know, that era, the Jess ruins everything between Lori and Dean, Rory and Dean. And when Luke and Lorelai first got together, I lost it. So that, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. did not like when April came along. That was the opposite of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, great talking to you. That's all the time we have. We have to, we have Thank to you run so much. along, but it was, it was a real blast. And, uh, your book is called Gilmore girls at home in stars hollow, uh, by Nicole Ostro. Is that Ostro or Ostro? Ostro. Astal. Ah, my glasses you're are in such fun. good company. Don't worry. <laughs> Nicole Astal. Yeah. Um, and so pick up a copy, everybody. It's a, a fascinating, fascinating book. We've had a wonderful time getting to know you a little bit. And uh, thanks so much for coming on for your time. Thank you. And let me know when we're going to collaborate. I'm right here. <laughs> well, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let collab. Let's do it. Uh, I'm getting, I'll send you some um, ideas. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm 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 really interested. I, I did a go round once and I never made a deal with anybody. Uh, no. 
but uh, I got some, you know, 50, 50 offers and some 90, 10 offers. And I just, you know, nothing really seemed right for me. It wasn't the right book and the whole thing. And, but yeah, so let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. We can. All right, cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Great talking to you. You All the best. You too. All right. Take care. forget follow us on instagram at i am all in podcast and email us at gilmore at iheartradio.com all summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices but what if there was another way With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.